Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. In a land far away, there was a magical land known as Paradise Valley, a land where many happy dragons lived together in their happy lives. However, since the fancy cats took over the valley, the dragons started calling each other names and stopped being friendly to each other. One day, Oogie, the harmonious dragon, was flying with his best friend, Gainy Leiden, Negative Mountain Dragon. What a fun day of flying, Oogie said. If you say so, Gainy replied in his usual negative tone. Just then, sitting by the reflection pool, sat a beautiful Hispanic dragon girl. Or maybe she was some kind of Italian, hard to say. Wow, Oogie said. He didn't know much about anything, but he knew that this girl was special. Oh, she's trying too hard, said Gainey in his The Negative Dragon. What? She's just sitting there combing her hair. Mm, I hate dragon girls who look at their reflection all the time. It's like they're trying too hard, grumped Gainey, the grumpy, angry mountain dragon. So you don't think this girl's special or pretty? Nah, I like what I like. That doesn't, that does nothing for me, said Gainey, the grumpy dragon. Oogie was confused, shocked even. But then he understood. Gainey liked the pretty Hispanic, but maybe Italian dragon, but he was afraid of getting hurt. You know, Oogie said. I was afraid of flying, but Puppet Dragon pushed me off the mountain, and sometimes I fell, and sometimes I got hurt, but gosh, that's how we grow. That's how we learn. Gainey nodded and looked up at the pretty Hispanic, maybe Italian, but now I'm thinking probably Persian dragon, and he's got all of his courage sucked in his lungs and shout at her I want to hump you <laughs> she scoffed and flew off Oogie smiled well I guess this is one time that she fell instead of flew the end welcome everyone to stories the true and the fictional I am one of your hosts Chris Park I am joined <laughs> By the illustrious man, 
who needs no introduction, but I will give him one anyway. <laughs> How are you going, <laughs> Jamie Bryden? Well, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going good. Um, so let me get you. You just took one of our uh, attempts when we tried to write a children's book once upon a time, and you took little bits of our wonderful creation, and then you just. Changed, uh, Turned um, it into something special. <laughs> that was special. Um, and I got the perfect music for it too. Um, <laughs> wow. So um, with children's stories, Jamie, there's always a moral of a story. What, what, what do you think the moral of this particular story between uh, Oogie the Hermione's dragon <laughs> and Gainey Leiden, the angry, grumpy mountain dragon... <laughs> Well, I, I think the the moral of the story is but you've got to be a little more optimistic and joyful and happy all the time. Yes? I, I Very well done. I think you're, you're partway there. There's, there's really two key morals. One, you got to fall before you can fly. I think that's a very, very you know, important lesson. Mm-hmm. you got to take your lumps. And uh, don't yell at a woman, I won't hump you. I think that's also <laughs> a really valid point. Um, yeah. you know, and, well, and, and, and you know, I, I don't, I don't count myself amongst the writing greats, but uh, the name of the uh, grumpy dragon, I think, is very subtle. <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean but also, it, it's also, one of those things that the scholars will discuss later on in life. Yeah. Like, what does it really mean? Yeah. Or they'll probably read stuff into it. You know, but isn't um, that the best thing about being a like a literary like um professor? Is it what they're called? Where like you just assume based upon your own thoughts and feelings what the writer meant and then you can just basically bullshit your way through a PhD. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Wouldn't you want to, I mean, you could, you know, the writer could write, you know, a man walked over to the table, he hit his leg against the chair and swore, he picked up a glass and drunk and took a sip. You could take all kinds of yeah. hidden meaning and context, you know, the, the man represents humanity. When he hit his leg, that's paying taxes to the government. He only got a small ship because he couldn't afford a bigger ship. It's all about the rising of capitalism. Yeah. You could basically, you know, yeah. that's one of the basic things about, you know, well, maybe not so much writing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, let's let, let's talk about two of the two of the greatest writers of all time. You know, you've got C.S. Lewis and you've got Tolkien. Yep. C.S. Lewis was like, out, out, you know, allegories, you know, like, yes, oh, this, yes. Is, this is this and that's and Tolkien's like, no, I just wrote a cool story. You're reading into it. <laughs> you know, you know. One of those was extremely ham-fisted. Yeah. His name was C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, you know, like he know what he would, he know what he want. He knew what he wanted to do. He sat down and he did it. You know? I know, I know. But I just, I just, okay. Like, maybe, maybe I have a hate for Narnia, <laughs> but, but sitting there with those books and having, teachers go do you get it <laughs> no uh, what's, yeah. what's his name what's the line's name aslan that's the one yeah aslan represents jesus it's like really no yeah. shit i thought he was <laughs> satan all this time i thought this was a satanic book about satanic yeah. meanings yeah I, like yeah. i think look again i you know I don't want to besmirch a children's book because you yeah. know I'm sure it, it is a children's book. It is a children's book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? So is Harry Potter and she makes billions. So that's not the point. The, yeah. the point is you could 
if that's what he's if that was his intention, I think I'm a little bit more okay with it rather than him going to going, oh, people will think later on in life, like nah. ooh, was nah. that Jesus? Oh, I don't nah. know. Ooh, so many hidden depths and meanings. Nah. No, it was it was fully intentional. Like, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Um, and funny enough, I think it was yeah, because Tolkien and Zayas Lewis were good friends. And also, they were both British writers. They probably yeah. hang out at the British Writers Club. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and I think I think they said Tolkien read Narnia and then said it's crap, and then C.S. Lewis threw it out. <laughs> you know? and, and, and then and then and then I think you know, I could I could be wrong. Like, it's along these lines, but like Tolkien, then Tolkien kind of encouraged him to you know just, you know just to keep doing it, you know. And then well, it was a success. So you know, I mean, it didn't get like a like the perfect trilogy ever made from from uh you know like Tolkien did but C.S. Lewis did but he got one hilarious BBC oh uh, my gosh TV that series was, that was hilarious that was so funny that like it I think honestly I'm not sure if I remember it terribly or if it was that terrible no it like, was like like okay you know you know how the newer ones you see the children you go yes these are adorable fun free flowing children the child from the BBC one was so irritating. Oh, that Lucy girl! I wanted to honestly, I wanted to punch her in the face. Yes, I remember <laughs> that now. Yeah, like, and you're just kind of like, please go. I can see why they'd be okay with you wandering into a wardrobe. Um, yeah, you can <laughs> see why, like, the parents would be like, well, it's all too, but you know, so the grandparents would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you got, you you just go, you just go off and you just go off and do your thing. That's fine. Yeah. Like, well, like, can, can we read into that then? You know, oh, like, can we read? Can we do what people do to Tolkien and do it to Narnia? Like, the, the grandparents, like, is it really like a magical um, wardrobe, or did they just kind of throw them in there and these kids are just, you know, have been, you know, mentally, oh, mentally, so, so, mentally abused in their throats? So, like, the art. um, there was actually, um, what was it? I think it was a video game or based on a book about Alice in Wonderland where she actually isn't in Wonderland, she's a mental institution. And it's mm-hmm. her just basically going around killing a whole bunch of things and imagining it's all like, you know, top yeah. hatters and dogging See, things. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That, that, that's also one of these really trippy books. But back onto the Narnia point. Like, uh, can we just all really focus on the fact that he sold out his race of people, humanity, his family mm-hmm. for a box of candy. Yeah. And, and, not, and not even like, and not even like an endless amount of the box of candy. <laughs> yeah, just one. Just one. Like, like, okay. If he said, I would like Turkish light for the rest of my life forever, sure. Maybe I'd be like, going, you can mm-hmm. sell that. Okay. You're a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he's like, going, I want Turkish light. Here's a box. Well, that's good enough for me. Here's all my family. <laughs> you know, yeah. I would, I would hate. Imagine a sidekick in a superhero movie yeah. where basically they're like going, he's like, hello, Superboy. It's like, oh, we want to find Superman's greatest weakness. I brought you some candy. Well, his name's Clark Kent. He, yeah. he, his weakness is Lois Lane. If you capture her, he'll pretty much do exactly what you yeah. want. But you're missing the point here, Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it's good candy. It's it's not the. Oh, not no, the, look. Not the Carl's candy, you know? I've lived. I lived half my life <laughs> under a lie. Let me explain that a bit further. I lived my life in a po dunk one horse town of a country boy 
as the white boy I am, as the white man <laughs> of English ancestry that I am. Clearly, if you've seen the picture online, one of us is white. <laughs> it's me. Yes, that's right. Chris Park, whitest man alive. I'm the white one, uh, and I and I and I and I will out white you all under the table. But the point is. <laughs> They don't call me the reverse banana. I'm just the whiteout. Anyway, the, <laughs> the the point the point is, I have a point. I'll free my. Uh, I think here we go. Here we go. Yes, I did have a point. Shit, what was my point? I'm pretty sure it was really important as well. <laughs> you were a, you're a white boy. You're a farm boy. <laughs> yeah. um, I was candy, what, what? cheap candy, and good candy. Ah, yes, that's right. The lie. <laughs> I thought Turkish delight was from what the Cabri made. They made this, basically, this sliver of jelly something yeah. or other, coated yeah. in chocolate. And I, and, I, and I was like going, you would sell out your entire family for this pieces of shit? Yeah. And yeah. I remember going to actually a musical or a play that my brother was in, because, you know, when, you know, when, you know, lo and behold, it, well, you might look at him and think of a Persian nightclub owner. He was actually a drama geek during up in school. Mm. I, I still think of Persian nightclub owner, but that's a separate <laughs> other <than the> conversation. <laughs> the point is, I would thought that was what Turkish delight was and I was going, you are a dipshit. Yeah. Then as I grew up, as I grew older and left the Shire and made it all the way to, uh, um, to Rivendale, I experienced true Turkish delight. And no, it's not chocolate-covered shit. <laughs> it is... It is... It is joy covered in cocaine. Well... <laughs> Icing sugar, but you know, yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of treat I would say Pablo Escobar would look at and smile and nod and go, So that's how we get our drugs into the country. We disguise them all as Turkish delights <sighs> offerings. And <laughs> that's, oh wow, that's what they're doing. <laughs> I felt, and you know, taking that first bite, mm. I felt like I'd lived my life as a lie, and I'm not sure if I can get those years back, <laughs> <laughs> but you still wouldn't sell out, you know mankind for... do it but would i sell out mankind for that no if cat graham asked me to sell out mankind <laughs> i would uh, uh, oh I'm i see not not even offering if she just said would you do it for me i'm like oh, yeah. so well, what I mean. you're saying is cat graham is an allegory for turkish delight or turkish delight is uh allegory. allegory yes if i was writing a book <laughs> based on, <laughs> you know <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it basically the hero of all time this hot chick comes up and asks him to do that. Yeah, sure. Why not sell mankind? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> but I mean, much, but yeah. at least I, but at least, but at least that hero would be honest. You'd get yeah. that. You'd understand yeah. his motivations. I yeah. go, well, yeah, it's a ten, of course. I mean, there are yeah. laws like that. Tell tens don't carry around wallets. It, it, yeah, they don't pay for things. <laughs> like yeah. things just happen for like, you, yeah. know, you, you. You get so you yeah. understand that concept. Yeah. Pieces of candy. I don't know about that. Well, yeah. Again, I don't know that you, your uh, family, are a big fan of the CS. Were you ever as a big fan of that? Um, I became more of a fan in here in my older years. Like I liked Narnia, but I wasn't like obsessed. Um, but then I just, you know, uh, as I got older, I got, uh, grew more appreciative. Appreciative is that the word of um, CS Lewis. Just in general. Oh, so, so, you're, so you're a fan of the author and what he's, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he's you know, uh, rather than the actual uh, 
in the rather than the actual uh, story he told. Yeah. Well, I haven't I haven't read much much of his stuff. I've read I've you know I've read bits and pieces of his stuff, but I I've been meaning to sit down and actually read his work. You know, not not just Narnia, but everything. Now, I would be remiss if we're talking about books, not to mention something very, 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 very important. You and I, whilst we're both white, (laughs) we're we're something else, aren't we, Jamie? We're something else. Are we? Okay. We are something else. Do you you remember what that is? Uh, friends <laughs> wow magical friends no magical um... <laughs> friends with magical dragons no um... well maybe sometimes but do you do you, do you but um do you know what else we are i feel like you want to say we, we're writers we're storytellers sure we are I, those things i don't know where you're leading this <laughs> come on I, i'm giving you all the hints no. Come on. I'm pra- I'm practically I'm practically nerds. Geeks. Ex-musicians. We have a book. We play video games. We like watching me- throw me a throw me a rope here. Chris. Okay, you know what? <laughs> it's been a long day. We're colonials, Jamie. We're colonials. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. All right, okay. We are from the Commonwealth, and it is only uh, fitting that we pay tribute to our great patron and our betters in Rebecca Castles and oh. the book series, the Rising Dawn series, available on Amazon and a patron of the arts, patron of this particular podcast, friend of the show. We are trying to organize some kind of interview with 20% more incest than before. We will see how we go. I'm leaving that up to Jamie and his details. Yeah, Jamie, it's, it's, what do you have to say about our our, our, our overlord and better uh, Rebecca Castles, Castles and yes. her series, the Rising Dawn series? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have been talking with her. We are teeing up a time. It's a, it's a little uh, tricky. Even though we are both part of the Commonwealth, we are literally at the opposite end of time. Um, you know, like it's... When we go to bed, she wakes up for the day. When we wake up for the day, she goes to bed. That like we're like thirteen hours apart, so we're trying to find the perfect time. Now that I'm working, like you know, thirteen hours apart. That would that's that sounds like a book she would write. Yeah, thirteen Ooh. hours apart. Maybe, maybe we can pitch pitch her a whole lot of book ideas when we get her on. I, I there's a there, again. I'm very much in- excited to have her on for, for a number of reasons. One, I read the first book and enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I thought I thought it I thought that it, she could have gone a little bit more in depth in terms of the steamy scene, but again, that's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. But more so, but more so, I want to talk to her about the implied incest in the book. <laughs> Uh, and she and she might say, "Oh, there's no incest in the book." I'm saying, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm like again, and I'm and yes, I am doing that thing that all writing critics do. You know, take great sweeping meanings and things, but yeah, it's implied. Yeah, right. heavily, <laughs> heavily implied. I, but so, I, I swear, if you ever write an audio biography or 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 someone writes it for you or as ghostwriter it's going to be like called chris park implied 
<laughs> that's going to be, be that's going to be your title. Yeah. Well, speaking of titles, you can go pick up the book at Amazon, and you should check yep. it out. Even if you're not a fan of the romance series, let's be honest. There's not much good on television these days. And so yeah. going into the books is the one place where creatives have the freedom to tell the story they wish, even though she is censoring out the hardcore incest. But again, I'll talk to her about that when she comes on in terms of her reasons. Now, speaking of shows and things on, uh, Jamie, have you been uh, purveying the arts of anything recently? I, I, I've actually, I actually did something I never, ever thought I would do. And I've continued watching Big Bang Theory from from where I quit because I was like, this is just not funny anymore. Um, And, you know, and then now it's picked up again. You know, I think it's probably just a lull. Um, I I still say that show has probably one of the best endings of a series. And I think that's that's why I'm seeing it through because you've said that a lot of people have said it has a good ending and it sticks the landing. It 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 actually does stick the landing. So like, yeah. You know, say what you will about the the, the creator. Some people say like, oh, you know, he didn't write he didn't write the science jokes. He just he just got a physicist yeah. to do it. So, yeah, because he didn't he know he couldn't write science jokes, so he hired yeah. a physicist to. So wouldn't wouldn't yeah. you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. of course you'd hire a physicist it's, to write the science jokes. It's the smart thing to do. Even with Bill Lawrence and Scrubs, he had a on call, you know, um, medical guy that he yeah. pitched yeah. ideas to and go like, does this make sense? You know. Now, what else have you been checking out? Um, no, that's about it, you know, um, because I've been working six days a week. <laughs> so it's kind mm. of like, you know, I did uh, on my one day off, I did sit down and start playing Uncharted 4 again. Oh. Revisiting Drake and his amazing, incredible hands to, you know, they would just be rocks, you know, in the amount of climbing that yeah, guy he, does. Like- but having said that, there actually is a, a discipline called bouldering. Yeah. Where people do climb with their fingers alone. Yeah. Probably not to the extent that he does it in game. Uh, no. Yeah. I'd say yeah. Um, there's this guy called Alex Holland. Mm-hmm. I think that's his name. Uh, are you familiar with a mountain in California called um, El Capitan? Yep. He climbed that free solo. Now, what free solo is, is no ropes. You just go up that it's three three and a half four hour climb, no ropes, just his hands. That's impressive. And he he used to do the finger um, exercises like just 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 his fingers. Now, did he bring anything with him? No, a chalk bag. I think that was it. But so okay, so maybe not maybe like a small chisel to basically make a handhold no. of. No. Um. There's a doco on it on it's on Disney Plus. It's called Free Solo. But no, what what he did is he went up three or four times and mapped it out like with, with ropes and all that stuff. So he went up and mapped it out, and then and and he also had a I believe he had a time frame. Because... Wait 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 wait. So you're so this is on Disney Plus is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a doco on Disney Plus. So you're saying there's a documentary on Disney Plus where there's a man. Who says, I wanted to plan out some do an amazing thing. So I planned out <laughs> in three sections 
what the plan would be. So then when I did the climb, it all made sense and joined up perfectly. Yeah. And Disney sat there and went, well, I have no idea what you mean by that. That's well, yeah. planning. Well, here's what is the difference. planning has become? The, the difference. The Disney executives, unless they work for the mafia, if they fail, they won't die. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good idea? For the mafia to run Disney? <laughs> no, just basically saying, you know, you are in charge of a beloved franchise, and if it fails, we you die. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine, like, I mean, sure, it'd be horrible and the stress and the pressure of that poor rider, but wouldn't you want some sort of consequence for a failure like that? That'd be very interesting. I'd wonder what would we make under that sort of under that kind of pressure. Maybe well, not, like, maybe not death. But okay, because people okay, maybe not death. What about career death? Like, this is your one chance. So there's no second chances. I, I, I maybe not career death because again, there could be. So, but here's here's my here's my here's my theory. Here's here's what's gonna happen. After a movie came up, like let's say for example, just off the top of my head, Last Jedi. Just again, <laughs> off the top of my head, mm-hmm. could be talking about any other movie. They hold then a Senate hearing where they go over every single detail of how it happened. And then, then they have to, you know, and then he has to sort of, you know, they have to go through the, you know, go through the fine tooth comb in terms of what actually happened. And then after the, after the hearing, not, not like, not like a normal Senate hearing with in America where they bring in the guy from Facebook and he shrugs and says nothing and they go, cool, now we've done our jobs. Congratulations. Let's pass ourselves on the back. A real hearing yeah. where there's actual consequences. Then yes, you're right, Jamie. At the end of that hearing, there would be culprits found and then punishments equal get doled out because it might not have been the director's fault it could have been say the producer yeah. who it could have been you know the producer who you know produced one or yeah. two great things in her life but she also gave us crystal skulls and then we thought that was the person that was going to handle mm. this one real well but again that would i think is a fair and balanced because because career death you know that happens all the like we've tried to kill m night Shyamalan how many times now like a career yeah. death no like, the problem is he he funds his own films exactly now now he's yeah so now he's invincible so that's just you know yeah He's not. He's unkillable. He's like he's like one of the monsters in his films. Unkillable. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that would be a fair and just system. Uh, or, mm. you know. And I actually do like that system for most things in life. You know, if, you know, after after you know, after you release something or do something, you know, let's 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 go through some. You know, let's see if you did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, but. Yeah. Look, free solo is a good uh, doco. It's if if you can stand watching people at great heights you know my thoughts um, on that from you yeah. from last week yeah you also know that watching man versus beast i find physically stressful mm-hmm. and i have to actually leave the house after a few episodes and walk <laughs> man, around man, man versus b yeah like um, honestly that's... that that was actively stressful like i actually Did you finish like, it no i can't i physically can't i can't like <laughs> i i fully admit it is an amazing piece of work it is sensational. How far I did you get? It, about the third episode before wow. I just, I just like couldn't. Oh, uh, no, it was too stressful. It was just basically like, like I don't like, Jamie, that'd be like me coming to you going, hey, you watch that new thing called Live Bomb Diffusal? It's like going, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they bring a bomb in, they fill it up with beautiful, they fill the room up with beautiful women and actresses and Henry Cavill and Cad Graham, and they put a live bomb in there, and the guy has to diffuse it with tweezers. I wouldn't want to see that. 
would you watch Man vs. B if it wasn't Rowan Atkinson but Cat Graham? Obviously. Then then contractually, <laughs> I will be contractually obligated to watch all of it. And if it, even if it was Henry Cavill, actually, you know what? No. Even better. No. Henry Cavill. Yes. And Cat Graham's the B. <laughs> she's in a B costume or like CGI well, I, B? I, I, I can see it two ways. I can see her face on a B body, but the size of a B. Yep, I can do that. Yep, yep. Or legit just big you know, costume like like this who's the guy from the simpsons um oh the, the bumblebee man yeah <laughs> yeah but it's cat graham yeah but they play it straight like it's actually an yeah. actual b like the, the yeah. non yeah yep you know agreed 100 percent actually no, i want to sell more tickets so I'll, I'll make it henry cavill is the b but he's shirtless all the entire film <laughs> so is he just he's like like a b man like a b man yes like like, like a merby or... basically he's wearing like the b pants maybe some antennas <laughs> wings and then just shirtless I will sell tickets to that damn film when you tell you what. <laughs> you will. Oh, yes. Should we just change this podcast to <laughs> the Cat Graham and Henry Cavill podcast? The Cavill car? No. We, we talk about other things, but before we talk about... But back onto the Henry Cavill <laughs> subject. <laughs> Are we all excited that he's potentially returning as Superman, as he no, should he's be? He's not potentially. He is. And yeah, I know. Look again. He says he is, but I'm. But I'm. You know, because of our, our colonial background, Jamie, we're pessimistic people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, but also, you know, the other people that are joining the DC, um, in the controlling James Gunn and who's the other guy? You know, the other guy. Oh, Peter. The, 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 the guy who's going to be basically running the finance yeah. bits and the yeah. separate bits, the, the, the things that he's good at. So yes, the, yeah. guy, the guy that's good at the... Look at that. They realized it wasn't a job for one person. So they hired one person to handle creative because that's what they're good at. And they hired one person to handle, you know, the other bits of the business, which yeah. is probably, which makes complete sense. I've heard yeah. some people say like, oh, you know, his film, like James, what's what's James Gunn, Gunn really going to do like in DC? He's going to make some terrible films and it's all about like, we have tons of 80s music. I'm going, oh, I can't hear. No. Like, we need, hear me out. This is my pitch. If, yep. I, if, if I was in, if I was in an elevator with James Gunn and uh, I've already had my five minutes of saying how good Guardians of the Galaxy is, mm-hmm. I would, I would say, let's set the DC... DCU or whatever we want to call it in the 80s. Oh, like whole universe in the 80s. Love it. Because you'd have the soundtracks. You have the soundtrack. You'd have the campy costume. I don't know if we'd have to, we wouldn't have to have campy costumes, but we'd have to have like that 80s feel. I mean, but also regardless, James Gunn could set a sci-fi movie and it still feels like an 80s film. Like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. That, that's that's true. But like, like what? But not? he's also he's also done some other things that are are, are not 80s. Like, yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't. I think I think it's bright. The he's he's Superman. Like, yeah, he's Superman. I wouldn't call it like that. Was not full of joy in 80s. Like, no, you know, no. Uh, but, super. I wouldn't say. Yeah, super, super again has the most amazing speech of all time, but it doesn't yeah. have that 80s vibe that he does. So he no. can do other things. You know? I know he can, but I don't care. I want the 80s. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, no, we know he can do other things, but we want one thing from him, which is basically the the 80s, the 80s sci-fi James Gunn that you know that the, the James Gunn we all know and love. Uh, yeah. Um, but obviously now they brought him in, 
like I, I wonder like I wonder how much of the conversation was basically like I'm coming I I joined but I, I want Henry Cavill I mean that just seems like an obvious thing to say like yeah because uh, obviously well, the other the other people who run DC before for some reason yeah. hated Henry Cavill because of they were going ew money is success Ugh. yeah Ugh. Who wants handsome men playing yeah. famous superheroes? Yeah, let him go do this Netflix shit. It's like, going, yeah. what, what's that going to do? I don't know, everything. Yeah. But also, like, I, th- I think, you know, I think he does play, you know, um, I think I think Dwayne Johnson probably played a significant role as well, probably getting him, yeah. getting, um, getting um, Henry Cavill back into the, uh, into the role. Because essentially, let's be honest, Dwayne Johnson wants a Black Adam versus Superman movie. Yeah. He wants to square off against the toughest, the best. Yeah. Even though Black Adam is his 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 arch nemesis is a Shazam, Zachary Levi is just not 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 Well, not... I I don't think his character's there yet. Like... Oh no, no, no. It, but maybe it, probably in The Rock's mind he'll never be there because he wants to fight that big icon. Yeah. Which is, you know, Superman. Yeah. yeah. Henry Cavill. Yep. Men who don't have to wear foam under their their superhero costumes to show muscles. Yeah. Now look, now I've, I I always defend Zachary Levi because no, no, I, no, I, like I love because, Zachary Levi. But like, I, don't get me wrong. No, but I under I know why Zach had to do the foam thing because he didn't have enough time to, you know, bulk Hit up. Hit the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he had been constantly because I watched a few of his Instagram stories and he does lives and stuff like that and he slowly progressively got bigger and they go where the heck did you get those guns from so he, he has been you know working out pushing himself it's just that time frame um oh apparently rock did actually tweet about the henry cavill thing saying we fought for years back and forth they always said no but he's that agent denny because he which is the agent for both of them said that was an option we can't build our dceu without the world's greatest superhero and the no. fans always come first. Okay, so apparently, no. again, as we said, Rock versus Black. Sorry, uh, Black Adam versus Superman. This is what yeah. we. This is what he wants. He wants this yeah. uh, epic showdown in terms of you know. Yeah. Even you know it's really funny. Like um, the critics apparently hated Black Adam, but apparently everyone who watched it just said that it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard um you know it's fan the audience score was. Like crazy off the charts. Yeah. So people, so I'm also going. But that, so that then, could that could just be the rock effect, you know. It could just be rock fans, right? I mean, there, there's a, there's a there's a strong possibility this is rock fans going eh, the rock. The rock like, hey guys, you like it? They're yeah. going, I could never be mad at you, the rock. <laughs> we, we, we should we should log on to IMDb and do all where they have all the user reviews. It'll be like five stars. The Rock, need I say more? You know, and it'll all be stuff like that. Yeah, but look, they're making their new DCU. There's, there's, there's a few, there's a few things we'd want to see. One, obviously, we, we want to see Jason Momoa continue the role as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. We want to see him re- they want, uh, recast Mira from cardboard box to say, you know, I don't know, someone that he's an, like someone with proven on screen chemistry, like Amelia Clark, where there's proven chemistry between the two on set. Yeah. An, oh, an and, obvious and fucking decision. An offset. Yeah. <laughs> an obvious decision that you could be like going, they two, look at them. They like each other. Yeah. That seems like someone that yeah. you want in a wife for yeah. Aquaman, you know? Yeah. And then as much as I love Gaga Dot, recast her with Cat Grape. But again, that, that's <laughs> <my idea. laughs> 
hey, people will be happy because it's a black cat. Well, it's, it's a black one. No, people will be happy. You, you'll be happy. Yes, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm people. Am I not people, Jamie? Am I not people? I'm. I'm just saying that um, Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot. Um, no, no, actually, I know we like Gal Gadot. I do want to hear. I do want to see her continue on as one woman. 100%. She is, like she's incredible. Not even as an actress, like yeah. just her life has been incredible. And yeah. you. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. You probably couldn't. You probably couldn't get away with that casting. So okay. So, so you know what? You know, fine. We'll keep Gal Gadot in. We'll just you know. Yeah. Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl. Category and Supergirl would, would work. Um. What 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 else? Any any of any of the bats, any of the bat roles would also would also be. Yeah. See, I, I'm not too well versed on in depth on dc black canary because you know she's a singer and also category of can sing so black canary would also be a would be a good mm-hmm. one as well i think that that would be quite good but any of but essentially any of the major you want her to fill a role as one of the big the big roles in terms of yeah. uh um you know the big you know ideally you know you want her in the big three but again gagadot's fine we, we yeah. can you know and I would like them to do a very bold decision in this bold new DCEU and not not do a Batman. Let's just, again, Let's it's not that I don't like Batman. I do. I love Batman. Who doesn't love Batman? It would be, like, doesn't James Gunn seem like the kind of guy who'd set himself up for a challenge and go, like, going, I'm not going to put that? Like, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Doesn't he seem like the yeah. man who'd be like going, let me see what I can do yeah. with... Yeah. But he seems like the kind of guy where he no. goes, you know, come come like decision day. He goes, Russia's League. He puts up the names. He goes, yeah, Superman's on the board. Black Adam. He goes, I put all the other superheroes in the thing in a box and we're going to draw them out and put them on the board. And that's the team. And he feels like the kind of guy he could, he could yeah. do that. But at the same time, he'd be the kind of guy that would do a Batman film and the villain would be King Tut. <laughs> Or condiment man, and he would pull it off. Oh, he would pull off King Tut. <laughs> that would honestly, you know, now that you've mentioned it, I'm, I'm, I'll be angry if he doesn't do King, King Tut <laughs> again. Have you seen you've not seen Peacemaker, have you? Not yet. I have to, I, I know I have to. It's funny, um, people said, like, well, why is James Gunn doing Peacemaker after what he what he did, like, in the movie? Uh, everyone hated him, he's so stupid. And then once I watched it, this show is a this is this, yeah. this is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. The man knows what he's doing, and and yeah. so I think we can all be happy with that with that decision. I think, yeah. it's, you know, hundred percent. But again, but it's, it's I think it's like a four year deal, you know. So basically, four basically at a four year deal in a studio, which means he has probably one or two movies he could probably kick out the door. Yeah, and so and if he does them both well, then they'll probably want him to stay around. Yeah, no, yeah. So he basically yeah. he, has to, he has to land his first film. Yeah. But you know, obviously, his first film is going to be Superman, so it's going to be fucking. <laughs> it's going to be the fucking easiest. Man. Yeah. Well, if, if, he, if he's, if yeah, no, I trust James Gunn. He could Superman. fall out of bed and land Superman. Yeah, because he's got Cavill. So yeah. Know. But oh, it's just like okay. Well, what 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 would you want to see from Superman: Man of Steel too? Ooh. Like what? Now the, the so. It depends. Are we doing a hard reset on the universe? No. Well, we I, I heard it's a sequel. But do they? But 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 that. But would James um, would um would James Gunn be happy with that, or would he want to start again? Say basically saying Black Adam's the starting point. 
Yeah, well, I think they said that Black Adam's the starting point of the new. So does that yeah, mean yeah. that that he'd do a new Superman and it would ignore? Yeah, so basically he could do a Superman that's still Henry Cavill because that's what we want. Yeah, but just you know, different storyline, recast so Lois Lane. Maybe. So basically, Tom Holland Spider Man kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to see the origin story. Don't need to see the origin. We yeah. we know who Superman is. Yeah, we know it's Henry Cavill. Um, because. Zod's obviously the big villain for him. Obviously, they've, they've done that one. Um, they've also taken off the board, you know, um, a Doomsday, which they turned into a Ninja Turtle for some unknown reason. <laughs> um, you know, so they've taken, and, and the next one would be Brainiac, which is basically a, like a the the, 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 um, the AI who you know, yeah. um, which would be you know, but with Brainiac, he always that feels like it's more of a team up kind of event. Yeah. So you don't you don't start off with Brainiac. You, you build you build it up. Um, so again, it'd be good to pro- maybe, maybe not, not a hard reset, but like a soft reset. Yeah. So like, this is Henry Cavill, this is Metropolis, but every you know, having said, if they do that, I did like the guy who played Zod. What's his name? Uh, we do. Yeah, I, I know, I know that he from... was fantastic. So if he wants to return, he's as a Zod, great, he's a great actor. Hey, um... If he wants to return as Zod, I would, I, I'd, I'd take that. Like, I love his Zod. That his Zod is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Killing yeah, him yeah. was. You know, I know, I know they wanted to be dark, but that was also like you don't kill your villain in the first yeah. film. Come on, because I, I'd I'd put his acting on par with Tom Hiddleston in the first Thor. Yes, yes, you know yeah, that yeah. that you know that raw you know like tell me. Yeah, you know. Oh, no, I hundred I hundred percent agree. That I think that's a uh, yeah love love I love that I love that role. So either way, either way, happy with happy with um that this decision. Um, they could only be in good things, I think. Yeah, but we'll see how Aquaman turns out. Now that apparently they've, they've had to reshoot a billion things because you know Amber Amber had the nut job again. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Has there been anything else that has caught your eye over the past m- millennia? M- millennia? Oh, you, you want maybe go... not millennia. <laughs> let's let's not go down the millennia. The route. year was nineteen eighty four. Aerobic Oz style first came on. No, um, hey, Aerobic Oz style hey, was an every... important was an important moment of my life. Yeah, well, it was because you know you'd get up a little bit early to watch your cartoons, and then Aerobic Oz style would be on, and you'd be like, oh, "I'm having mixed feelings." Same with High Five, <laughs> but that's a whole other <laughs> High Five. I remember High Five. Yes, who doesn't? Who doesn't? That was like the more poppy Wiggles. They were the more poppy Wiggles. Yeah. They were indeed great yeah. television, sensational viewing. <laughs> uh, I think the the scripts of that show were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well written dialogue, top to top shelf. The, the strong third act, strong third act. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, look, not much has been going on. Uh, I've been working too much. Um, I did learn how they make cranes, like, like. You know how we, last episode we were talking about cranes building cranes building cranes. Yes. That. Well, do 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 you want me to shatter the illusion for you and tell you how it's actually done? Or no, because I I prefer my version. <laughs> and, you know, and I, and I, some people say like you shouldn't rely on head cannon because head cannon's always gonna be better than the real thing. And, and I and I get that, but well, it's okay. What you think it's partly accurate, but not in the way that you'd think. <sighs> You know, it's actually more impressive. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's more impressive. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm, look, I'm sure it's more impressive, but but who doesn't want to All see? Right. I want to see cranes building cranes building cranes. Okay. Well, um, I will not shatter the illusion for you, and therefore it will forever be <laughs> cranes building cranes building cranes. In my head, it will always be cranes building cranes building cranes. Yes. Like a gun that shoots knives, it just makes sense. <laughs> yes. Just not on paper. Um, oh! Uh, but uh, what about you? What have you been doing? Well, I have also been enjoying movies of sorts. <laughs> movies of sorts. At the recommendation of a thousand people, I sat down for two and a half hours and watched the Indian masterpiece Bahubalis mm. on Netflix. I didn't know what to expect, but actually I came out of it saying uh, it was an extremely enjoyable film. Classic hero's journey. Fight scenes, actions, well choreographed, you know. Was there singing? Yes, it's, a, it's an Indian film. Come on. <laughs> but obviously not, not an excessive amount because it wasn't that kind of film. Yeah. They ended it they, they, the, they, the ending was basically was like a was an Infinity War style ending, but there was no guarantee that they'll go into a sequel. Wow, the balls! I, was, <laughs> I know. And I was talking to people that like um, who recommended it, and they said, "Yeah, that was the whole that's like that's like a meme for like years in like the way they ended it. Apparently, it was the most expensive movie ever made, and yes, it got a sequel, so they they, they concluded it. But that takes some that takes some cojones <laughs> to. Well, I I honestly don't think. It would take that much to make money in India, like you'd be surprised. What's their population? It's like a billion. A billion, yeah. Sure, but I mean, not everyone goes to the cinema. Not everyone enjoys good film. Um, I also this week obviously um, finished off House of the Dragon. Um, All right, yeah. The again, there are two things that, that 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 you know that show gave us two things. One, it reminded us how good Matt Smith is. That's oh, yeah. F- fantastic actor. Um, seriously, again, his back must be sore carrying that shirt because seriously, mm-hmm. like, that, that's, that's a mad, that's, that, that must be a, like a one painful back. It gave birth to the greatest meme ever, which is basically like, um, you know, what atrocities will these Damon, uh, Damon Targaryen commit this week and how I will support him. And then, you know, <laughs> and apparently all the writers, like there's, there's interviews, all the writers are going, I've no idea why like people like him. He's like the worst kind of person. He's like the toxic male of all. And people like, he's everyone's internet boyfriend. Like, because he's, he knows who he is. That's, that's why. Yeah. Like he's confident. <laughs> he knows who he is. Yeah. Is he a dick? Yes. He doesn't try to hide it though. He's like, going, I'm a dick. This is what I am. Yeah. Um. And then also, you know, someone insulted his wife, and he cut the dude's head off. So I mean, again, but this is this is the, this is the. Oh. It's like an extreme. This it's like the game yeah, of it, Thro- the Game of Thrones Will Smith slap. Oh, it was <laughs> it was it, it was exactly like Game of Thrones Smith, but you know, way better because <laughs> the head yeah, would be, fly. Because, yeah. <laughs> but the annoying thing is, obviously, HBO that self didn't have a lot of faith in the show. Because they've only just started shooting the next season, which means it's another. Who knows when the next season's going to come out? It's going. Oh wait, wait, wait. So, so you you mean it's like when Mandalorian first came out? Yes. And they didn't make any toys of. of, the of yes, correct. Of Grogu, yes. You know? And they're going. What? What people? Uh. It's like. It is exactly that. 
and it, you know, and I'm going to have to wait another apparently almost 18 months before I get to see David and his beautifully red, red dragon commit more atrocities. It's it's yeah. is it a shockingly long time? Um, yeah. Something just came to me. You you know how recently you're like you need to find something to watch to fill the you know the void. The at void. The moment? Yes. Have you watched Sweet Tooth yet? No, I have not. You should give that a go. Um, okay. Another comic book show. Yep. Yep. Uh, about hybrid. Um, it's like a virus hits humanity at the same time as a hybrid. Like so, you've got like. Sweet Tooth is basically a kid, but with antlers, so he's half part deer. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then you've got, you know, kind of like mutants, um, mutant children running around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people trying to survive this virus and kids, uh, the, these hybrids uh, seem to be immune to, to the disease out there. But um, it's, it's, it's very good. It's really good. Um, okay, that, that, that actually does sound quite interesting because, as I real- said, do you- as I said to you before, I had another. I had another viewing of uh, of, of Cyberpunk Edge uh, yeah. Edge Runner. All sat down, watched the ten episodes in a row, and went, "Ah, beautiful." Yeah. And then for a while, struggled to watch other things because nothing yeah. else was nothing else was nothing else yeah. was happening. Um, yeah, look, it's it's dark, but they don't like it's. They imply things more than than that they don't show you. Like people somehow when they write a book imply incest when it's not really yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> they imply no, it, it, it's more so hey we're burning someone alive but you don't see them or hear them screaming but you know oh so it's the Joker pencil scene yeah yeah but probably not that intense um uh, yeah but it's also got uh you know how I met your mother Randy yes yeah you know he's like like you know Randy the I know Randy the super nerd. He's like, yep. hey, Barney, I'm going to hear the spot. It's going to be legend, wait for dairy. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. He's in I mean, it. He's in it, and he's playing a serious role. Um, I, I always like that. I, I, I know that sounds weird to say about actors, but sometimes, you know, sometimes they can't do more than one thing. Yeah. It's always good to see an actor that just does something completely different, and you go like, yeah, ah, I know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, no. So he's he's not a bad he's not a bad actor, and it's a it's a good show. I think it's only ten episodes, but season two is uh, they're hoping for the end of the year. Um, but it's it was filmed in New Zealand, so. Oh. Good luck. And it's got a good soundtrack. Um, okay. Okay. All right. But, um, give it a go. Tell me uh, what you think. That look, it doesn't sound terrible, so I will definitely check out that. Uh, you know that 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 film. It, whether it be good or not, I will find out. I will. I will venture into the into the depths to watch Jamie's recommendation of Sweet Tooth. Yes, I think it's Dark Horse Comics. I think. Oh, um, you know, look, some adaptations so, are good, so yeah. I, I, I would I would at least give it a go. I liked it, and I've never even knew it was a comic until after I watched it, and the little thing popped up and said, "Based on characters, but." <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. Okay. Well, Jamie, you know what time of the night it is. Is it, Are you going to tell me some jokes? I'm going to tell you some jokes. All right. And to keep the theme, I'm going to tell you some excellent jokes. Oh, okay. Oh, excellent. All right. 
I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. <laughs> Which came first? <laughs> <laughs> when two vegans get into an argument, is it still called a beef? <laughs> wow. Come on, though. You have to enjoy that one. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all right. Okay. It's all right. Okay. How about this one? What's the best part about plowing your cousin? Oh, no. What? <laughs> Makes your sister jealous. What? <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> all right. Speaking, uh, okay, I got one. I got all one. Right, all right. Speak, speak, speaking of, you know, dates and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked my new date to meet me at the gym, but she never showed up. I guess we weren't going to work out. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. laughs. I've heard that one. I've heard that one. Oh, oh Chris. Mm-hmm. If honey bees make honey, what kind of bees make milk? Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, here, have a how about, wait, 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 where is it? Yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got a good one. You like, okay. you, you like this one. If a child refuses a nap time, is that resisting arrest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that one. It takes guts to be an organ donor. <laughs> wow. Okay, I got one. I got one. This, this is one I've heard a million times, but I love it every time I hear it. Um, if you can't afford to pay... Your exorcist, does your house get repossessed? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you a, a good one. Um, what is the state with the most streets? Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one you like. My neighbor with huge boobs has been walking around topless all day in the garden. I wish his wife would do the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. <laughs> <laughs> to prove he was right, the flat earther walked to the end of the earth. He eventually came around. Oh, clever, <laughs> clever. That one makes you think a little. Someone just called my phone, sneezed, and then hung up. I'm getting sick and tired of these cold calls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is excellent. You know what? Right. One more, Jamie. Finish with a bang. Me? Yes. Okay. You're going to roll. I quit my job at the helium gas factory. I didn't like being spoken to in that tone. <laughs> yes. Now that that is how you end a a joke segment with the greatest of all yeah. jokes. And you know what? If you're listening, um, and I know you are, if you've got a dad joke, send it to the true and the fictional gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, uh, stories underscore podcast, and maybe we'll read it out if it's good enough. We will probably read it out. We'll see. 
Yeah, we will see. Now you also had some other interesting stories, Jamie. You wanted to do to us? I, I I had some random fun facts. Random um, fun facts. I'm gonna I'm gonna start one. One about potatoes. Mm-hmm. Now potatoes weren't very popular in France at first. This changed when Anton Antoni Augustus Augustin. Mm-hmm. I probably got that name wrong. Um, yeah, he took matters into his own hands to promote the potato as a food source for humans in France. He'd surround his potato patch with guards during the day to suggest that valuable goods were growing there and then remove the guards at night so people would come and steal the potatoes. That makes the most sense. So he tricked them into thinking, you know. Well, no, I mean, I just thought of an better, an easier way. You could just say to the French people, don't touch the potatoes. It's married. And then all the French people are going, wow. What did you what did you say? It's married, eh? Well, I mean, I guess I have a little bit of potato. Yeah. I mean bad Jamie. You're in head you're 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 actually you're enhancing stereotypes. Yeah. No, you're well, enforcing this, stereotypes. No, but no, but this this is actually a really good idea to get rid of anything you don't want. What garbage? Like, yeah, like, you know, make it look like Garda. And then, you know, like, let, let, let's say you're having a trouble getting rid of your mattress, you know? Mm-hmm. You want to get rid of your mattress, but, you know, it costs like 50 bucks to get disposed of or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have people guard it. I have a few questions about this plan of yours. What? It costs $50 to get rid of the mattress. What's <laughs> <laughs> just a cost to hire a security team 24 7 to stand around a mattress? Okay, okay, it's a pile of mattresses. <laughs> I, 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 I am no, I am, I am paying for their work in potatoes. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure your plan is going to be a good one. There'll be friends guarding it. Friends, okay, friends, or, okay, or, no. or children, or um, children guarding it. <laughs> mm, all right, tell me another one. Um, okay. Before alarm, have you ever thought about you know how people woke up before there were alarm clocks? The sun? No, um, there were people called knocker uppers who would literally knock on people's window to wake them up in time for work. That can't be true. Yep. Yeah, uh, up until the 1970s, knocker uppers used a long stick, soft hammers, rattles, or even pea shooters to reach their clients' windows. So they were doing it until the 1970s. Okay. Now, this is going to sound like an obvious question. Who's getting them up for their job? Well, obviously, other knocker uppers. <laughs> but who's getting them up for their job? Okay, Jimmy. Chris. If we hire knocker uppers to wake up knocker uppers to wake up knocker uppers to wake up knocker uppers, wake up knocker uppers, eventually, every single person in the world is going to be a knocker upper. Yeah. Well, possibly. Um... But I mean, you, but, I mean, I guess it's, maybe it's a job for one of those people who were like going, "Well, I get up at the crack of dawn, anyways." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's for the people. And then they are... get on their bus in rural Kansas oh. and they travel all the way to New York to wake people yeah. up. Apparently, <laughs> well, it's the people that have already, you know, milked the cows in the morning, and you know, uh... Jamie, that's racist. What? I don't know. Fa- farmers. <laughs> yes. Far- I did not. I did not say anything about the race of the farmer. How dare you continue to pollute the planet with climate change with your beef-eating habits? I, 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 I don't eat beef anymore. Why? I eat lamb. Pork. <laughs> Schnitzels. Ah, get, get it while they're young. Um, 
Isn't that what? Well, because a lamb, lamb is a baby sheep. So yes, correct. And then my, yeah, but getting while it's young, isn't that also your dating advice that you get? You like to say no. That's you? that's that's yours. Is it again? No, I have a rule that avoids the young. So you 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 know if you're someone serving you two dishes, I say this one is a thirty-five-year-old mutton <laughs> or this juicy lamb. What are you gonna pick? Well, look. <laughs> what a potato look there's no way i can answer this without you implying something of course the, it's called entrapment bitch it's well, called entrapment you would not let me tell you how cranes were built so i'm not going to answer this question <laughs> but you know what? you don't have to answer the question because we all know the answer oh you think you know but because maybe, again, I'll, maybe I'll every subscribe. man has principles Every man, you could say right now, every single man on the planet would say, no, 19 is too young for me. I am a man of principle. Until a hot 19-year-old comes up and goes, hey. And then their principles go, oh, you want me to step out for a bit? Yeah, if you could step out for a bit, Mr. Principles, and come back in like, you know, a little bit like, let's be honest. We're not a principled people. (laughs) No. I mean... (laughs) You could try to prove me wrong, but you can't. Oh, I said, I, said I, I don't eat, I don't eat cow anymore. You know, I, I stick to you know wagyu beef. I stick to you know things of that nature. You know, mm-hmm. that's definitely not cow because I didn't get, I didn't get to see it slaughtered. So I'm assuming it's not cow. This is the oh, logic. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's like when my um cousin went. So I think I went to Thailand. And I mm. went to a restaurant and and they could barely speak the language. And then they're like, what's this? And they they go chicken, chicken. I go, oh okay. And then they point to something else. They go, oh, chicken. chicken. <laughs> and they're just saying, you know, it's classic. Chicken. It tastes like chicken. Yeah. Um, but it probably isn't chicken. But do you think, you know, people who like a film, um, you know, like, like you like a film. Like, so let's, say, let's say you like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. even though you don't like uh, Zendaya, which is... I didn't say I didn't like Zendaya. Yeah, you said that you didn't like Zendaya. When did I say that? You said, oh, I can't believe she's married Jane. <laughs> no, no, no. What I was getting at is she wasn't, she should have been Mary Jane, but she wasn't Mary Jane. She was MJ, which it just confused. It just confused. It was just confusing. It's like either you are Mary Jane and MJ or you're some other character. And I don't care if you're some other character, but you can't say you're MJ without being Mary Jane Watson. You seem very, again, but I mean, when you look at the character in the series, what does she do that isn't MJ? Like, she's basically MJ. Yeah, but they spent the whole movie going, hi, I'm Michelle. Oh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Mary Jane Watson isn't Michelle. Either you should have said she's Mary Jane from the start, or, you know. Yeah, but if, if they said Mary out at the beginning, you'd vote, everyone would be like, oh, no, they sh- No, they should have just gone MJ from the beginning. Bang, just laid into it. Because she would have made a fine MJ. She's a cool character. I like the character. I just, you know, wrong name. Well, your weird name fetish aside, you like to watch, you know, behind the scenes stuff on films, don't you? Not really. Oh, some there there are some people who like watching behind the scenes stuff. You know, like I, I will if I have time, but I just, you know. You know, how things get made and you know that sort of stuff. Oh, I, I find that very fascinating. You know. 
do you feel would you would you go to like a, a, an abattoir to be like oh how does the cows how does the mistake get made no because i know and no <laughs> you think do you think you think jamie if we took you to an abattoir it would make you a vegetarian no i wouldn't make me a vegetarian i might give up cow for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> why but, I, I don't know look it, but then again it would be different if i was the one like i would be fine with going hunting and you know shooting a deer yep and then doing the whole process and like because it'd be like a you know learning how it's how it's done learning how to survive that sort of thing i just find that interesting but you wouldn't want to see it done in the factory no not really well i mean i mean i work with a guy who used to work at a pet food place and he on the side, whenever someone uh, had a horse die, he'd go to the property, chop it up, and then it would get sent out to for dog food. So he's there, you know, doing the whole. See, even that kind of disturbs me. You know, just chopping chopping up a dead animal. You'll you'll make a terrible serial killer. I'm just going to say that right now. You'll you'll be the worst serial killer. At least I'd be entertaining. Like. You, you, you know, you, how how would you you know, how would you get rid of it? Dispose of the body, Jamie. Like seriously. Well, I one, I don't think about that. <laughs> Two, well, clearly, I will just have the John Wick coin. Oh, <laughs> oh so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you just John Wick that shit. Yeah, uh, I need someone to clean up my mess. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the isn't that the society we live in now? Someone paying, else will do it. Paying, yeah, paying someone else to do it. Outsourcing your hard work. Yes, Jamie. That is yeah. exactly the society that we live in. Mm-hmm. Now, you have another story? Another yeah, I, do. <laughs> I, I, I have one more, which may send us down even a, a more longer tangent. Um, <laughs> tell me, Chris, what do you think about Roman Catholics? Oh! <laughs> well, well, well they, these ones in uh, a country called Bavaria, or a city. Bavaria, um, yep. Yeah, founded a secret society in 1740 called the Order of the Pug. New members had to wear dog collars and scratch at the door to get in. It was uh, reportedly active until 1902. So it's okay. So again, it sounds like a dog fetish. A bunch (laughs) of people got caught doing a sex game. And they went, no, 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 it's, it's, it's Bavaria. So Germany's like, no, oh, no, this is not a sex game. No, this is this is a new order, you see. We are the order of um, the, the, uh, the shepherd. No, the schnauzer. No, nine. The order of the pug. Yes, that's it, the pug. We are the order of the pug. And to get through the door, because we've been naughty boys, we must scratch out the door, you see. We are not perverse in any way. We're Catholics, you see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah. I hope if we had Catholic listeners, I'm pretty sure oh, we don't anymore. Well, statistically, we probably do. Um, mm. uh, yeah, no, but it's just random. It's just like again, that's the perfect thing. You get caught in the act, and then you bullshit your way out of it by making a secret orders in society. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's human nature, you know. Yep, you know. What? And then kudos the one... <laughs> to that Bavarian for thinking on his strudel dancing feet. Yeah. And then it would have, you know, 
I wonder how far into it this guy's probably just like, oh no, what have I done? Like, like one guy probably lied to get out of something, and then it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. But that's that, that would you know that's like most things without that's you know that's most lies, isn't it? Yeah. You tell one lie, and then it spirals out, and it spirals yeah. out, and then you know, and then eventually you know you either you either clip off the threads, yeah, or you start killing people and burying them to, to cover up the lie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How far would you go to protect a lie? Well, I try not to lie because there's an old saying that says, like, look, if you never lie, it's easy to remember. Like, if you always tell the truth, it's easy to remember, you know. Um, there's, there's another saying I think that's, that's equally as important. There are two kinds of men in this world. <laughs> men who watch porn and liars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good, wholesome family fun. Now, <laughs> on to our main topic. Do, do we have a main topic? I don't know. Well, I think it's... How many hours have we been recording? I think, we... we've, I think we've been going for an hour. Um, oh, but we, we, can, we can briefly touch on it. I mean, it, we, we didn't have much of a you know, idea. I was, if, 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 if we're going to do the topic of what we're going to do, which is basically stuff that's, you know, we don't like, but probably should hence because we're nerds yes i i i wrote down three things all right yeah. let's 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 go to the topic then as society tells us people are monoliths they can be categorized into neat little packages for marketing purposes <laughs> so that one group of people likes a very specific set of things and another group of people likes this a very specific set of things so it's easier to send them advertisements on facebook through Google and Amazon. Hmm. But if they are classified as one of those things, geeks, nerds, that means they should like the thing. And if they don't like the thing, yeah. it's there's an, uh, something's broken in society. Yeah. As, as, as Joke would say, and everyone loses their minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, Jamie. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> no, no, no. We've all had that conversation where, you know, you said you don't like something. They go, really? You don't like, you don't like that? They're going, no. Why would, why would you assume I like that? Because of, you know, because of who I am. It's like going, you know, for you, Jamie, you know, they'd be like going, someone like, really, Jamie? You don't like that pie? Why would you assume? Why, you know, why, why would you assume you don't like that pie? You know, um, because people assume, you, you know, you're a pie eater because you look like one. I do, I do like a good pie. Exactly. So if you if you turn down a pie and then and then you go oh, and then you know people will ask what's going on and then you realize that you know you like pie, you like maybe a bit of cheese on it, then but you hate lasagna, and so then people start questioning <laughs> what like you should like it. It's all the ingredients you like. So Jamie, on pop culture, there are some things that you, that people that people question. Please, please please go through the please let us know that list. Okay, number one, Harry Potter. Oh, no, that is an interesting one. Because, yes, I know tons of people who like me, who, you know, they're Star Wars fans, they're like, you know, Witcher, they play PlayStation, they're, they're, they're predominantly, it's funny, even I know some people who are predominantly sports fans in terms of, like, games they play. Like, they yeah. play every FIFA every year. Yeah. Even though it's the same like, game. Yeah. Every NBA 2K, I, even though it's least, the same game. At least I buy it every three or four years. Yeah. 
you know for the roster updates basically yeah <laughs> and and then but essentially then, then you ask them questions about like you know what is the deathly hallows and they'll and they can launch into this whole spiegel about harry potter mm. but but jamie why have you never oh, look why I, have you never dipped your toe into the harry potter well i tried watching it when it first came out mm-hmm. uh, so the first one was like 2001 the first one came out yeah yeah, was, yeah they're very young then yeah i only watched about half of it i was just like this i just don't like this and no, I didn't. I couldn't even put my finger on it. I just thought it was annoying, to be honest. Um, like, I do you know, not like the plot, the characters? The... Probably all of it. Um, Is it because basically J.K. Rowling went took the word Jedi, replaced it with wizard, and then wrote a story? No, see, that didn't even cross my mind. Um, Which um, you know. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair, dude. And she, and she no, made it, you know. I just, you know, look, you're a wizard, Harry. I'm like, maybe, and maybe I was just put off because I knew people who were downright Potterheads. Like, I knew someone who dressed up as a wizard and went to, like, when the one of the book, new books were coming out, and he, all these people were dressed up as wizards in a line to get the new book. And that kind of just weirded me out. So I may I've may been thrown off by that, um, but yeah, like I I just found it boring, not my thing. Interesting. That being said, I've only watched half of the first movie. See, I'm not sure if you could judge something, and let's be like there are some incredible performances in that film. Oh look, there's I know I know the cast and the fact that you are not playing heed to one of our great and most famous actors that we all enjoy. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman says something more about your character than anything else. Maybe I don't want to be shattered by the illusion that he, that he really only is Hans Gruber. That's a fair point. I will give you that one because no, you know what? <laughs> I can't argue with that. Like you know, this, this, you know, this. Although I, I would have loved to have seen like John McClane bursting into one of the Harry Potter sets. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter. Like, hey, does the school have vents or is it too old? Um... <laughs> that is a very good question. <laughs> but I love Harry oh, Potter. No, 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 no. So Hans Gruber didn't die, he survived and he fled. And then, oh, and then, and then he became a wizard. And, and he did, and he did away with all vents. Clever. That's why Harry Potter doesn't have vents. That makes complete logical sense. You see, but I like a good villain who's like going, "I am Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I am coming for you, Harry Potter." What's that? You have school. I'll, I will schedule my evil events around your school <laughs> schedule because I am the master of darkness, but your education is also important. How else will you learn the spells to stop me if you don't study? Harry, it's Voldemort calling. I hear your failing defense against the dark arts. I must say, I'm rather disappointed, Harry. 
I'm coming over on the weekend and we can go through the text together. Maybe you need to touch more practical experience. Harry, valedictorian, I see. Well done, Harry. I am most impressed with your training. Although, can we push our wizard battle from this semester to the next? You see, my daughter's in Slytherin and she's also doing a play at the time. I don't want to become one of those dads, you see. You see, that a good villain plans around a school year. <laughs> Do you think there's some supervillain convention? Or, 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 yeah, like where they go, now, if, our, if, if the heroes we are fighting are much younger, <laughs> <laughs> yes. we must leave them room to develop, you know? I, no, 100% agree on that. <laughs> And then you know, you know how you know, you know it, starts with, it starts with the villain who steps up the, wearing the Steve Jobs like skivvy yeah, yeah. and goes, "Hi, I'm you know, I'm Doctor Mega Doom," and everyone goes, "Yeah!" You want to know how I became so powerful, so successful? The people I was, was fighting, the hyper teens, were always getting into teen drama and could never meet me in my set piece battles for months. I put explosives around the city, planned out elaborate events, <laughs> kidnapped their parents, but they were never there to fight me. And you know what I realized? That they had school. And that's when I developed, and he shows up a new app. It's like going, you know, Hero Tracker 5000 School Edition. And the clear the cheers and the applause goes, now you could just simply, what is your, what is your heroes? What, type in the hero. Type in what district they probably live in, and then it tells you the exact school schedule so you can make sure your climactic battles will never be interrupted by the school and they will still get a decent education. I agree with your plan, Jamie, and you know, this convention I think is a winner. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, uh, now now you, you have another, other, other items. <laughs> yes. Doctor Who? Now, We've just basically masturbated over Matt Smith for a period of time there. Yeah, I know. What? What do you mean? Okay, no, okay. I, no, you must explain this. <laughs> uh, okay, again, Rebecca Castles, if you are listening, I am truly, <laughs> truly sorry. I, I, I can't, again, our, our patron for the Rising Dawn series, Rebecca Castles, available on Amazon. I am so sorry that this, this crescent... <laughs> Is not watching the national pastime. I, I, I truly am sorry, I, Jamie. I, please. I do realize that the the last one and this one are both British, <laughs> and I'm not saying anything about pretty. I love you, black books. I love black books. You I love colonial rebel scum. <laughs> I love black books. I love Simon Pegg. You old Iranians, just because. Just because, just because the Death Star blew up your planet, you hate the Empire. Yeah. No. Look, I, I, no, I, just, I, what I grew up on Doctor Who. My whole family are tragic. Like they gather around and, um, you know, get excited when the new Christmas one comes on, and uh, it's like no, no. no. Jamie, no. Doctor Who gave us Jenna Coleman. Jenna and, Coleman and Karen Jamie. Gillan and Karen Gillan. Exactly. Um, Jenna Coleman, but more importantly, Matt yeah. Smith. We got Matt Smith and Jenna Coleman out of Doctor Who. Chris, 
Tell me how you feel about Home and Away and Neighbours. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Hugh Jackman. Uh, Margot Robbie. Yes, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. (laughs) But then, you know, yes, okay. So, yes, Doctor Who is somewhat like the minor leagues in baseball where they they, they, they build up the talents and they can send them out. I mean, yeah, yeah, look, and David Tennant. Look at David Tennant. And then also David Tennant's son now. Oh, yes, that's all right. Yeah. Do you know he had a son? Yeah, no, yeah, because I watched some, some, there was some when the pandemic was going on. Um, those they did David Tennant and the dude he was in, um, that Angels and Demons show, uh, Good Omens. Um, the guy that he was in with that, uh, did a show together, yep. uh, and it was all on Zoom. You know what's really awesome about David Tennant's son? What? He had the greatest scene in House of the Dragon ever. Really? He was standing outside the top of his build, like he, he's like some of the, you know, he's a, he's a prince who's in his castle, and he was standing on his castle, looking out over his kingdom and masturbating and wanking out over the window over his kingdom. Okay. Now that has how you introduced. Look at look at what David Tennant gave us. Yeah. Do you know he actually? I'm pretty sure it was David Tennant that he married the daughter of another doctor. Doctor Who. Really? I'm pretty sure. Well, he's somehow connected to another uh, Doctor Now, but, back, yeah, on, look- back on back onto this. Why do you hate Doctor Who? Because it's cheesy. You're right, and Ninja is- Turtles is the pinnacle of art and, and culture. See, everyone says that whenever I attack something, that they're like, and then they go, "Oh, but you like Ninja Turtles?" Like, but it's a, Ninja Turtles is supposed to be stupid, but it's also cool. Um, the very concept of Ninja Turtles is insane. And yeah, Doctor I love Who isn't also meant no. to be a little bit campy. Yeah, no, but it's to the point where it's just irritating. Okay, but okay, like, it's not thing, cool. Though. You, you like can't... you, you play a Doctor Who's campiness, and then yet you'll watch James Gunn films. Come on, like I don't watch all James Gunn films, but you know the eighties camp. Come on, yeah, the... but they're better made. But haven't you always complained about Doctor Who having like being so popular and making so much money, yet it has the cheapest budget you'll ever see in your life? Yes, but that's also part of the charm. No, no, see, see, no, no, no. You, you are doing some on-screen, on-audio. <laughs> twist just to grind my gears i like the no. fact i like the fact that the villain in the 60s was because they made in the 60s it was basically like a, a tin can with like you know <laughs> rubber arms rather than update the design they went yeah. no here <laughs> and, and i watched the series of jenna coleman because you know had jenna coleman in it. And you know, and they invaded, and they were really amazing CGI, but they were still the same design. And I was <laughs> yeah. going, outstanding! That is commitment yeah. to your law. Because you could literally upvote. tell that the Daleks, and yes, I know they're called Daleks, were made, probably thought up when they were all sitting at a cafe at a restaurant somewhere, going, "Look, these salt and pepper shakers." Look like <laughs> Everybody knows that that is probably what happened. Uh, the, the, I'll, I'll say the one thing I like about Doctor Who. Is I'd like that there's more, it's like James Bond. There's more than, you know, like they transform into a new actor at the yes. end of every series. And that's a cool concept. It's like, it's on the lines of, of it's like one of my favorite heroes is the Phantom. 
Yes. Because it's a fan. It's a family. It's a family tradition, but everyone else thinks it's one that lives forever. Yep. You know, but because it's a mantle that's handed down from generation to generation. I love that sort of stuff. But yeah, look, no, too cheesy for me. Doctor Who. You know so much about it, though. Yeah. And and, and do you hate it because you're a rebel and your dad loved it? So hence you hated it. No, look, my whole family loved it. And look, I've always been a little bit rebellious, but. Rebellious, Jamie. We get you to watch TV shows by telling you that it's okay, and yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, if we tell you something's amazing, you 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 resist it for the longest time. I put it on my list. Mm, Because then, and because then, I watch it, and I go, "Hey, yeah, now it's good." And you're like, "I told you, I told you." Like I never said I didn't believe you. (laughs) I just didn't get around to it. Um, that's what I'm like. No, but there's definitely, you know, like I intentionally don't like things that my family like. Yeah, and so but, do you, but, do you I think will, that will Doctor Who no. might fall into that category? No, because I will admit when I'm wrong. Interesting. Isn't that right, Max? That's not Max. That's actually the neighbor dog. Really? Probably yes. wants Max to come out to play. Probably wants Max to come out to play. You're right. Yeah. Um, the last thing on my list, Can you? I bet you can guess what it is. I can't. I can't even do it. Do the symbol. Oh, yes. Star Trek. Yes. Albeit I don't hate it like I used to hate it. I've come to respect it a little bit. You've come to respect it a little bit. But Is that because of the new series? Or, or, or... I think, yeah, I, I love Picard, the new Picard series. It's funny. And the, that's what's funny about it is like you love Picard, but everyone that I know who's actually like a real like hardcore Trekkie thinks that show is basically like should be set up to the Geneva Convention for war crimes against the, against yeah. the law. It's, yeah, well, it's a really it's interesting prob- take on that. Is like, going, then, like then it's, pr- it's probably why I like it. <laughs> oh damn! Uh, no, look, I respect. Uh, while I don't like it, I still respect it because it's one of the greats. Greats and Patrick Stewart. But doesn't that sh- doesn't that Picard kind of fl- again? I've said this before. We had the conversation. Doesn't it fly in the whole face of what Star Trek actually was in terms of you know they've actually developed an actual utopian society. And yeah. then all of a sudden, Picard then, went, nah. <laughs> nah, well, it's more so I maintain that, like, you can say you've made a utopia, but, like, historically speaking, bring along a next generation or two, it's going to change. Like, oh, look, I, history repeats itself. Fair enough. Uh, and, you know, what, did you watch um, that um, Discovery show? I watched two seasons. That was about it. Mm. What do you think of that one? I didn't mind it, honestly. But like, because it had good actors in it, you know. Um, yep, decent budget too. Which I had the, yeah. had the girl from The Walking Dead, one of the walking, which which is like you know she dies in The Walking Dead and then suddenly she's on the go. Ah, they they planned that, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I I also watched that. I think the first season was the best. Um, yeah. And then they used all their good ideas apparently one season. Then I was yeah. like, whoops. They went whoops. Yeah. Whoops! Yeah, and then it, then they, then they did a spinoff with actual like um Pike and Spock and then like the actual right, Enterprise. Cool. Yeah, um, it's very interesting to do that way, do it that way rather than you know, yeah, traditionally. But but yeah, and look, I didn't mind. Um, what was it? I didn't mind the third, um, JJ Abrams film. I thought that was pretty cool. 
but you know i mean like i just you know i don't get excited about star trek and i do enjoy quoting patrick stewart all the time the line must be drawn here 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 no further yeah you know if you don't like quoting that line you there's something wrong with you yeah but yeah look i i don't passionately hate it i just you know i think i watched too much of it as a child and like ugh. So there's a show, um, there's one show that I do like about Star, that, uh, Star Trek and that I'm a huge fan of to this day. It's called Enterprise, Star, Star Trek Enterprise. It's actually set in the 22nd century Ooh. about the Enterprise and uh, a man named by the name of Jonathan Archer, who you know later on would be known as Admiral Archer in the whole Star Trek universe. I think, it's the, I think that's Admiral Archer because he has a beagle, but then in, in the thing he always has a beagle. Mm-hmm. But it's got um, Linda Park, Jolene Bauck, and um, and then the, the man from um, then uh, Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap Man, as the oh as, yes, as as the lead, and it's actually a really interesting show because obviously um, it's set like years and years and years uh, in the I guess it's it's almost it's almost like it's almost prequel. It's, it is a prequel, so, so it's like you know, it's mm-hmm. a prequel. But um, they had some interesting things. Is basically, you know, in, in Star Trek, how they sort of um, how they beam down to a planet and things of that yes. nature. Yep. In one of the episodes, was the first time they actually had the beaming technology on a ship, and the girlfriend that one girl was, like, was paranoid about being beamed. She got beamed, and she thought like then then she had to, she lived months and months and months and months basically uh, out of phase with everyone and like. You know, she, you know, had basically was isolated alone, but could see everyone, but couldn't touch anything. And then they brought her back and they said, yeah, yeah, we dropped the beam for like 0.1 of a second. And then we picked it back up and got you like, brought you out. But for her, it was like months. And she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take the shuttle for like a, for, you know, <laughs> for, 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 you know, until you, until beaming is, is a bit better. Um, they also brought in the first, um, it was the first time a human and, and a Vulcan actually tried to have a kid and it didn't work and then they, they had to figure out the science behind that and that was you know the first of that yeah. so I thought you know it was actually a really interesting show um and, and I, for some reason I think it was just always on at night but when I come home from like you know, going out yeah sometimes I like sit down and go this is interesting and then just kept watching it and you know who doesn't like Scott Bakula that's right um what about you what do you hate I mean, that's a broad question. <laughs> what do you oh, hate? What do I, um, <laughs> I like hating things so much. Okay. I think the, I mean, the obvious one is Lord of the Rings Ring of Power. Like, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. No, but that's but having, justified. Uh, yeah. But actually, but you know, you know, you know what? I, I don't want to add that one because I really feel justified. All right. Because yeah, okay. I, I feel like, like and that one, maybe initially, I think people might have said, but Chris, you love Lord of the Rings and you love high fantasy. Yes, but this isn't it. This isn't it. Yeah. So, so I think I feel justified now about on that particular on yeah. that on on that particular point. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Yeah, no, fair point. Fair point. I love zombies. I love action films. I love you know long. I, I love a show that goes for multiple seasons and you know interesting characters and that things. But I cannot stand. The Walking Dead season one for me was the worst thing I've ever watched. I even bought it on this. I've never seen it before. My friend was basically going, yeah, have you seen The Walking Dead yet, Chris? Have, have you seen the, the Walking Dead? Have you seen The Walking Dead yet? So I went out to the store and I bought the limited edition Blu-ray version of season one. It came in this fancy package. I sat down and I watched it and went, this is the 
dumbest. I think this is the this is like thinking. <laughs> let's do zombies. But wait, 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 don't show the zombies. Let's talk about their feelings. Let's talk about <laughs> Cowboy Hat Man's feelings, and that's his wife over there. Oh, he's banging. She's banging someone else. But you, but she thought you were dead, so it's fine. Five episodes of six episodes later, I'm going. This is the what the I don't yeah. care because you you do know who the Walking Dead is, right? They are the Walking Dead, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, essentially, it's, like, it's really as soon, as they, the as soon as they die, they become zombies, and that, 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 that's a that's a trope all the time where it's an airborne virus, and when you die, it doesn't matter. You will become a zombie anyway, so it's like you know, yeah. one of those things. Long, boring trope. You love that show. I think that show. I was loved just... it to a point, and you know, I don't. I don't think this first season was was a strong season at all. But like once it got to season two, for me, I was it was just like, um, you know, a, a fun ride for a while until you realize the pattern. What that they destroy every single town they ever go to. <laughs> every 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 single person that offers them aid and shelter, they leave that place on fire. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> town is very wonderful everything is fine they're surviving in come these people hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are they are the definition of a disease i can't but so, that, so, so that one for me that's the big one where i'm like yeah. going no yeah. i mean I even was... i i stopped watching it which is which is weird because like i was getting bored and i thought i'll just oh i got a bit more um and uh, then they brought in these cool these cool new um groups these um, who were they were called like uh, the whispers or something and they were, they basically dressed up like zombies mm-hmm. and pretended to be zombies like so they guys go out there to you know kill these zombies they take a swing at one and one does like a mad swift move like becomes fluid and then just stabs him in the head um and you're going okay this is interesting but then i never watched it anymore <laughs> no, yeah, it's see, just like see, it, it went see. too long it went too long. It didn't hold your attention. Yeah. Another, another, and you know, and, and I, actually, and I, it sounds weird, but I will say this. Star Wars series now is also something that I'm also in that boat now, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so Andor came out. Yeah, I didn't even, you know. And people keep saying, oh, have you seen Andor? I'm like going, no. Why would I? They go, oh, but you know, you love Star Wars. I mean, sure, yes. I, you know, my, my my, you know, if you know, if you know the name of my son, it's a fairly strong indication of my of my yeah. passion for, for, <laughs> for the project. Um, I'll I'll throw on the the final episode of Mandalorian season two just every now and then just to feel like it's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But you know, um, but you know, people say you know, people say like, did you watch everyone? I said hey, that was the mo- that was so terrible. So I was amazing. I'm going, shut up, I want to stab you. And they go, oh, I don't really know the things. Maybe, you know. So basically, that's like you with Star Trek. You don't know the things, though. It doesn't hurt you as much. But then so people watch, everyone say, that's incredible. I'm going, yeah. So, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'm too harsh on that particular piece. But it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, I should like it because, you know, it is the thing. And then sadly, as, as we all know, Marvels are coming to the same boat now. Where it's like, uh, yeah. going, I don't. Previously, care. like a Marvel movie would come out and so going, you know, you have you, you, like it's not about like going, are you, did you see it opening day? When did you see it on opening day? And now there's like you know, the, the Netflix series comes out and says, have you, you know, I have not even finished, um, I didn't finish She Hulk. No. I, I tried, I really <laughs> did. I gave it, I gave it, a, I gave it a real good shake and I just couldn't get through it. 
Um, and then obviously there's other ones. There's probably another one coming out. And even with Ant Man, the people said even the Ant Man trailer, people said, "Have you seen the trailer yet?" I actually didn't watch it for. Yeah, no, look, it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, but uh, then, Bill but Murray's then, in it. it. Yeah, but that I wasn't drawn immediately to say like, "Oh, the trailer dropped it." Oh, go, go, yeah, oh go, yeah, go, like go, yeah, obviously. Go, go, go. Go. I mean, like you know, like Paul Rudd. So obviously, but uh, you find that like some of these ones that their first films that were made. Due, while the MCU was at its peak, um, even though these are sequels coming in after it, there's there's still maybe the better ones. Like the last Spider Man was incredible, you know. Uh, by that logic, what about Thor: Love and Thunder? Touche, but no, that's more so the fact that we've realised that Taika Waititi can do adaptions and can work with Correct. other people, but if but he if can't him write, reigns, give him give him full yeah. control and. Um, it's on fire, and you go. How did you set? How did you set that building on fire? Yeah. No idea. It's underwater. Yeah, I know that was really hard to get to go to burn. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh! It's the episode of um, um, IT Crowd where where oh, yeah. where the dude's girlfriend like she says, "I can't talk about it." There was a fire. My family died in a fire, and it's like at SeaWorld, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's he's going, what? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, we were in the grandstands and caught on fire. <laughs> and, he, and he's mapping it out and he's going like, how? How? <laughs> um, how does this thing burn down? Um, and then ends up burning. He makes a 3D model and burns his hands. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. Um, it is, exa- you know, it is exactly like that. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better metaphor. <laughs> Than than that, yeah. Um, any final thoughts? I just realized how long we've been going. <laughs> well, I have I, I have no final thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, and if you enjoyed <laughs> my series of uh, Lord Voldemort giving calling Harry <laughs> Potter and giving him some advice in terms of asking him about his schooling, please continue to like, subscribe, and and give leave us a message. Um, we do normally have topics that we do talk about, but yeah. as, as we've realized is um, uh, my focus and Jamie's focus on a topic is basically like a rabbit down a, a bouncy, shiny red ball down a rabbit hole. It, we, we, we tend to not to focus that hard. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, having said that, Jamie, do you want to do the rest of the message you think? I'm Chris. I just do the intro. Um, okay. Well, you know, you know the deal, guys. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share. Um, follow us on Instagram, stories underscore podcast. Send us an email. Apparently, happen. our numbers have risen. So, again, yes. thank you. Thank you yes. for that. Um, thank you for... So, again, please continue to listen. Um, as you said, please you know, feel free to drop us a line and give us yep. some, you know thoughts feedback or hate mail i would enjoy yeah. that as well hate, hate mails hate mails you know always welcome uh the true and the fictional at gmail.com send us a story we'll read it out if we if there's anything we need to retract we may or may not do that but um <laughs> i retract nothing much like a duck during mating season i retract nothing what <laughs> <laughs> wow wow all, all we need is those those uh ducks to be cousins and Oh my goodness. It's it's Um, the full, we've gone full full circle. circle. Yes. Um, Yeah, no, look. Yeah. 
I, don't, I haven't got anything else to say. Well Thanks then. for listening. Thanks for listening. As I always say at the end of the episode, we bid you a strong adieu. adieu.